Hello, welcome to my Sober Militia podcast. Today's episode is called Sober Resolution Perception. Originally, I said I would write about sitting with discomfort in this series. However, I already wrote a three part blog series about the idea of sitting with discomfort. In it, I walked the reader through my experience leading up to learning how to sit with discomfort, and I laid out the way I approach discomfort when it occurs. While I do not think I can stress enough the importance of being able to sit with discomfort and sobriety, I do not see the need to write about it again here now. I will say, however, it is a necessary component in our preparation for our sober resolutions. One of the biggest aspects of sobriety I hear people talk about is dealing with cravings, withdrawals, and stress. Like everything else in sobriety, the level and degree of all these things are different for every single person. Not only that, but how everyone deals with them are completely different as well. So how do we learn how to handle the day-to-day stresses of life when we are trying to get and remain sober? Well, the first thing I would recommend is to read my three-part blog series on sitting with discomfort. While I know I'm plugging my own work, I have had an enormous amount of positive feedback about how this has helped people in recovery. Feel free to take it or leave it. The next thing I would do is really dig into our whys and relationship with alcohol. I do not think there is a more prominent component to successful sobriety than truly understanding why we drink and what our relationship with alcohol really is. Another blog I have received an incredible amount of positive feedback on was my blog on finding our whys. In this blog, I asked the reader to delve deeper into their personal reasons for drinking. As I have said many times before, if we think our reasons for drinking have anything to do with alcohol, I do not believe we are on the right track. Our drinking did become a problem, but why we drank was and is the root of our problem. Now that we have revisited ways to sit with discomfort and we have dug further into the whys of our drinking and relationships with alcohol, it is time to talk in more detail about the perceptions we hold. We need to learn how to reframe our perceptions to support more successful sobriety. Remember, the skill of sitting with discomfort is more of a last resort. It is what we do when all else fails and we need to maintain a semblance of control over our desire to drink. The more favorable option is to never allow ourselves to get to the point of last resort. Of course, this is easier said than done, but let's give it a try anyway. Perception. While everyone is different and we all deal with and perceive things differently, there is no arguing the fact that we all have to deal with bad feelings on a daily basis. The problem is not necessarily the events that cause bad feelings. It is simply how we deal with and perceive them. For example, if I drop and break my favorite glass, I will feel bad. I will probably be bummed out for a little while, but I will most likely not allow the bad feeling associated with the accident to overtake and ruin my day. On the contrary, if I drop and break my computer, there is a much higher probability I will allow 
the bad feelings associated with the accident to overtake and ruin my day. Why? Well, we could easily say the cost of the two items is much different. It would make sense we would feel worse over the broken computer than the broken glass. Okay, that's fine. But let's take this to another level. Let's suppose the glass I broke was crystal and belonged to my great-grandmother, whom I adored, and who left it to me when she passed away. Would the broken computer cause more distress or would the broken heirloom? Now we have a much more difficult scenario, don't we? How we perceive things, actions, and behaviors is completely individual and a choice. This generally rubs people the wrong way because we do not like to think we have a choice over how we feel and react to things. I'm sorry, we do. In fact, we have a choice about pretty much every aspect of our sobriety. Perception is a choice, and it can be changed. For example, while feeling bad, sad, and even depressed over breaking my grandmother's crystal glass is completely warranted, there is no reason my feelings should ruin my entire day, or worse, cause me to drink in sobriety. I will undoubtedly feel bad, there is really no way around that fact, but what I do with my bad feelings makes all the difference in the world. As addicts, most of us started using to numb our feelings. The feelings we sought to numb were generally bad feelings or feelings associated with bad memories. After we began numbing our feelings, it slowly became easier and easier to continue using this method for numbing feelings we may not have originally needed to numb. It just worked, and it worked far too well. With this unnecessary use of numbing our feelings also came the addiction to the substance we were using to numb ourselves. Over time, we then began coming up with reasons to numb feelings, whether they were warranted or not. I personally remember caving in attempts at sobriety for things I personally made up in my head. We can justify anything if we want it badly enough. Addiction, of course, certainly fits this mold. Shifting our perception. Let's go back to my grandmother's heirloom. Yes, I broke it and I feel incredibly sad. I have two choices. I can fret over it and think about all the history and the meaning the glass held, slowly causing me to sink deeper and deeper into depression about what an idiot I am. Or I can recognize the situation for what it is truly, an accident. I can choose to understand my grandmother would not want me to feel so badly over the broken glass. I can choose to believe the glass probably did not hold as much meaning for her as it did for me. I can choose to feel bad, but also to move on knowing my action held no disrespect toward my grandmother whatsoever. I can choose the level of my discomfort. By doing this, I'm also choosing the positive or negative effect it has on me. What does this have to do with sobriety? Everything. How we perceive ourselves and the world around us carries an enormous amount of weight in sobriety. The above is a simple uh, example of how I can shift my perception about a scenario to affect how the scenario affects me on a personal level. We can do this with many aspects of our lives. 
How we perceive ourselves is even more important than how we perceive events. Finish this sentence. When confronted with a problem, my ability to adequately and effectively solve the problem is blank. How you fill in the blank determines a lot about the perception you hold of yourself and your ability to solve problems. Most likely, you have gathered evidence to support your answer in your mind. Thankfully, the evidence we gather to support the perceptions we hold of ourselves is subjective. Most often, we tend to find evidence to support the belief we already hold and not evidence to support the contrary. Therein lies one of the biggest problems of sobriety. How many things can you come up with where you hold a negative perception about something? It could be the state of the world, our ability to do something, a personality trait, how we think someone sees us, or any other aspect of our lives or the world. Would you be surprised if I told you the negative perceptions we hold of most of these things are held by choice? If I believe, based on personally gathered evidence, I never succeed in anything, am I correct? If I only focus on the evidence I have collected supporting my never succeeding, then yes, I am correct. What if I allow myself to collect other evidence too? What if I allow myself to collect evidence such as finishing college, getting a promotion, having a good relationship, or being a good parent? Does this evidence support my belief I never succeed at anything? No, it supports the opposite. All I have to do is shift my perception to allow myself the ability to see other evidence. When I do that, I allow myself the ability to change my perception based on new information I previously disregarded. I'm going to write more about this idea of how our perceptions affect our sobriety in my coming blogs. I believe this is a great way to prepare ourselves for the upcoming sober resolution many of us are aspiring to. You don't have to wait for the blogs though. Start making a list of negative perceptions you hold about yourself or the world. Then take some time to try and discern ways to alter your perceptions of those things. I've been amazed by how little effort it actually takes to make perception shifts about many of the negative beliefs I have held. I'm not going to say it doesn't take a little practice. It does. But like anything, with practice comes success, and with success comes confidence. The more confidence we have, the easier it is going to become to change the way we perceive ourselves and the world around us. What amazes me is how far some people will go to justify their behavior to themselves, just to preserve that self-perception. Christopher Golden I ended up deviating from my original plan of talking about uh, our preparation for sober resolutions. And uh, one of the last parts I was going to write about was the idea of sitting with discomfort. And then the more I thought about it, I thought, well, I've already written about that in a three-part blog series that I 
linked to in the blog called Sitting with Discomfort. So I didn't see the point of writing about it again. And so I decided to kind of just let my brain take me where it took me, which is where this blog ended up. And it ended up focusing more on the idea of how we perceive the things around us, including ourselves. And this has been something that has been fascinating to me. And if you would have been around during the first 101 days when I was doing those everyday blogs, one of the things I kept coming back to was this idea of perception and how we perceive things can change the way we experience things and um, our behaviors and everything else around us. And so I decided to take that with us on this little journey because I think in order to be really prepared, that's one of the skills we, we really need is to know how to look at a situation and know how to change the way we are perceiving what is happening. For addicts, I think we've learned pretty quickly to draw perceptions on ourselves and things around us in a kind of a negative tone. And of course, the more we do that, the more we see that. And the more we experience the negativity, the more we want to use the uh, addiction we've come to rely on. And so I brought up a simple example in the blog about, you know, how we can experience a scenario in different ways. And it sounds, you know, too simple to be true sometimes. And it probably, you know, it is a little bit in the beginning when we first start trying to do it. But we can look at pretty much any negative belief we hold. And if we want to, can shift the way we are perceiving that scenario. And it just means looking at it from a different direction, from a different angle, uh, trying to find some positive in the way things are going. And of course, you can look at some severely extreme uh, scenarios that may not have any positive uh, ways or, or you know, approaches to them. And I understand that too. But I'm talking about more of our daily events, things that happen to us every day that uh, can cause people to fall back into their addictions. And I follow a lot of blogs and groups and social media for sobriety. And one of the most common things I see is people talking about the relapses and, and falling off you know, the wagon, so to speak. In a lot of these scenarios, I would say, uh, happened because people were unable to shift the way they were seeing an event that took place in their life. And while I know that that's, I mean, I get it, it can happen to all of us, it can happen to anyone at any time, I understand that. But what I'm trying to kind of think about is that most of the time, if we were to make a shift in our perception of what is happening around us, we might be able to find a more positive take, which could, in the end, keep us from falling back in our addictions. And that's ultimately what we're trying to do in our sobriety. And when I hear people talk about sobriety being a lifelong sentence, something that you always are, um, you're always an addict, you're always in sobriety, always in recovery, my immediate thoughts go to this idea that if we're saying that, what we're saying is, is that we're staying with this status quo of suffering. And that always has rubbed me wrong, as you know, and I've had many a conversation about this with uh, people who are pretty staunch on their beliefs about um, the fact that we have to stay addicts. But 
I believe, when I look at my experience, uh, that I am no longer an addict and that I'm not in recovery because I've developed some skills that have allowed me to change the way I perceive the things that are happening around me, including myself. And by doing this, I've opened up a lot of doors that lead away from that constant need to numb the things that are happening to us. And so I'm going to continue writing about this idea of perception and I think I'll bring in some beliefs that are pretty uh, important to people who are thinking about going into sobriety and how we can maybe start looking at those beliefs and shifting our perceptions of them a little bit to include a more positive outlook um, on the road ahead. So um, I will play around with this idea a little bit as we move forward and I, I would hope that I could get some people to jump in and share the, some of the beliefs that they've maybe held that have been negative or you know, made things difficult for them to move forward. And we can talk about those as well. I've done this a little bit in the past, um, talking about core beliefs, um, but I'd like to continue doing that because I think going into this uh, sober resolution that some people might be doing, um, this is one of the best tools I think you can carry with you is this idea of, hey, things are gonna go wrong. You're gonna have bad days. You're gonna have bad feelings. It's how you deal with those things that makes all the difference in the world. And one of the most realistic and, I don't know, sustainable things we can do is changing how we see those things that are happening to us. So we'll see how this goes. It'll be an interesting little journey and I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are all doing really well. Thanks again for listening to my podcast and reading my blog. I appreciate the support as always, and I hope you guys are ready for uh, the weekend that's coming up in one more day. Stay safe, stay strong, stay sober. <laughs>